Hey, welcome to the Two Dudes Talk Movies Podcast. I'm Drew. I'm Caleb. And for our holiday special, we have a very special guest with us to talk about the 1988 film Die Hard. And with us is Nolan Fogarty. Thanks so, for having me on. What do you do, Nolan? What do you what, what are your hobbies? What do you do? Who are you? Uh my name's Nolan Fogarty. I'm a junior here at EIU. I'm a finance major and I'm big into movies. Yep. Me and Nolan went to high school together, so I don't know why I asked you who are you like I didn't know who you are, but but yes, thank you for coming on. We always like to get a wide variety of people on the uh, on the show to talk about movies that are either bad or just dog crap. So, well, we picked Die Hard. Either bad or die crap. Dog crap, yeah. Dog crap. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, we picked Die Hard because it is a big topic of debate, especially during the holiday season, on whether it really is a Christmas movie. And we will get to that later, but now we will talk about our general thoughts. First of all... What, I think this is one of your favorite movies of all time, correct? Among them? Uh, maybe not super high on the list, but it probably cracks the top 100. When was the when was the first time you watched it? Like four or five years ago, and then rewatched it like three years ago, and then that was the last time I've seen it, so. Do you usually watch it during Christmas time a lot? No. I think the first time I did, just because, but no. I think the second time was like over the summer or something, so. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, kind of rewatching it for the show, uh, kind of what were your general thoughts on it? Um, what were your favorite aspects of it? Uh, I think something I really like about it is, like, in contrast to, like, other 70s and, like, 80s action movies is, like, how much John, like, struggles on his own and, like, needs the help of Sergeant Powell and Argyle. And he can't really do everything himself. And, like, we see him getting injured quite a bit throughout the movie. And that's not usually something you saw at that time, so that was, like, one of the things I liked the most about the movie, for sure. Yeah. Well, what do you think, Cam? Didn't like it. You didn't like it? I did not. Why? Maybe because of the... It's finals week, so maybe it's that. Uh, I'm busy with everything else, but... Classic excuse. Yeah. We've been using that since... I've been using that since probably October. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, like, there was nothing interesting about it. Like, just guns blazing and, and you know, just... Just shooting, like it doesn't. Just a typical guy movie. Not, like if that's your thing, you know. I don't know. It just it didn't have like a real storyline. It. I felt like we were in the same two spots the whole time. We're just moving. Oh Cam. Oh Cam. I don't know. It just. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't care for it. Uh Was it? Was it mostly because like nothing to you really happened, or was it like the characters? Well, what was the? I think there were too many characters to care about, or too many characters you couldn't like form a connection with one. Like you get the main one. Yeah. Uh, uh, John, but yeah, Bruce Willis's character, but I don't know, and I, don't know, I just didn't really care about what was going on. It just seemed like a lot was going on as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will respectfully disagree with you. You can disrespectfully, uh, I, yeah, di- disrespectfully, I I disagree with you. Okay, and I really like the movie because of how much is going on. I feel like because I like how well one, I can agree with you that the like amount of terrorists there are. I wish we would have gotten more time with them to kind of understand how many people there are because people just kind of pop up and I don't really know, like there's nothing distinguishable between all of them. Like there's the long-haired guy named uh, Carl, Carl and then there's his brother, which I didn't even know was his brother until he freaked out yeah. about him being dead. And then there's like seven other people just walking around. They all speak German, so they're all like this, you know what I mean? I just wish they kind of spent more time with them. But I like how they only spend the time in, like, this main tower the entire time mm. and how it is, like, this enclosed situation because it's fun. 
him. I don't know. I found it to be fun just because he has to like weave around the elevator shafts and like kind of like go in the vents and everything and all that. I do agree with Nolan though. There is a lot of times where John gets hurt, which I like how they I like how they implemented the um like the thing he was told on the plane about like the barefoot on oh, the yeah. rug and it's like of course that leads to him having yeah, to run on sure. glass and everything. Yeah, but. I don't know. I just thought it was a fun movie. I do. I remember it being a lot more like stuff consistently happening. Like I was a little, especially when the FBI show up, it's kind of like, like when was the first time you saw it? Probably. I don't know. Sometime in middle school. I, I remember I watched it on TV and like, I liked it. I remember, I remember watching and thinking like, Oh, I can see why this is iconic. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I do kind of agree with you. There is kind of that spot in the middle where it does kind of, I don't know. I, I guess I'll ask you, Noel. Did you think, and both of you, did you guys think that rewatching it, I remembered it being like, he kills this guy, a couple minutes go by. He kills this guy, a couple minutes go by. This guy, this guy. You know what I mean? Like, he picks them off one by one. But then it's like, he kills the first two guys, and then another hour goes by, and that's when he actually, like, kills more people. I don't know. I thought it was a little more action-packed, but what did you think of, like, the consistency of the action scenes? Uh, I definitely did remember, like, more stuff happening back yeah. to back. But, I mean, I do appreciate, like, spacing it out because like if he kills everyone or more people early on then there's like not much left for him to do like later on in the movie but i mean like there was not really like plot being developed like between kills but i mean there was a little bit of conversations he had that i thought were not necessarily like important but kind of interesting like you know usually in action movies there's not much talking between characters so i thought it was kind of nice that he was mm-hmm. talking to like sergeant powell or Stuff like that, or trying to figure out like what he was going to do next. Yeah, what what do you guys think of that, or what do you think uh, specifically, Cam? Kind of the relationship between John and uh, Powell, like on the walkie-talkie. I like, or I feel like I always say I like it. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I didn't hate it. I don't know. I I didn't like the movie, so if it was all right, I like that it was Carl or uh, Reginald Bell Johnson. It's someone I was familiar with because he's from uh, Batters. Yeah, Carl yeah. Johnson, Carl Winslow. So that was cool. Uh, I didn't really care if it was Bruce Willis or not. Is this like his, like his known movie, Bruce Willis? Yeah. Okay. yeah. This was, yeah, his first like big movie, and then because I watched Pulp Fiction a couple weeks ago, and I forget that this was like six that. years. Yeah, I watched it again. Why? I don't know. Well, it was for a class, but I usually don't even watch the movies for the class. But I thought it was Pulp Fiction. I might as well. Okay. And I was kind of I forgot how like long that movie is. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I find it crazy that he, between this movie and that movie, it's like six years. So, oh, yeah. Wait, which one came This came out this first? This came out first. Yeah, okay. yes. yeah but I it, it doesn't really matter. I do think this movie in general reminds me. Now I'm thinking about, like, John Q. Mm-hmm. In a, like a, have you seen it? With Denzel Washington? Yeah. It's like John Q is about uh, Denzel's kid. Like, yeah, he gets hurt while he has, like, a seizure or something mm-hmm. while he's playing baseball. And the doctor telling him he can't... Uh, he, they can't give him the surgery because of his insurance. So uh, Denzel's character just just kind of holds up the hospital, holds everyone hostage. It kind of reminded me of that because they were they were going back and forth, uh, the police officer and Denzel's character. But in this one, I don't know. I think because there was too many uh, hostages, too many terrorists. A lot. I mean, it, it felt. I don't know, it just felt like a big mess. Just so much. There's so much happening and so little at the same time. Like, you brought up that it took, like, an hour for him to kill in between kills. But I feel like in between that hour, it was dragging, and then it was too conflicting for me to care about. 
don't know. It just wasn't. I, I do say I think it could be like 10, 15 minutes shorter. I yeah. feel like there was kind of some open space. I think there, because I remember I was watching, I was thinking to myself, wow, there is a lot going on because now we're jumping from the cops to back to John, back to the hostages, back to the terrorists, to yeah. the news station. You know what I mean? And like, which the news station kind of just serves as a way for Hans Gruber to figure out that John, John is uh, married to Holly. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only relevant thing that it has. Um, but yeah, like there's a lot going on throughout the movie. I think it does a decent job of kind of spacing it out and like kind of like, you know, we're at the news station for a couple seconds, we get over here. The FBI stuff I just found to be kind of stupid. It's just like they, they get here and it's like the one guy from the Goonies, I think is his. Has anybody here seen the Goonies? I have, but. You know what I mean? The, I couldn't tell you. I was in the Goonies. And I can't remember. But I thought as soon as they came on, it was just like. Now I just know a bunch of stupid crap's going to happen, like them turning the power off, which then opens the vault, and then them flying in on the helicopter and everything. What I guess I'll just go ahead and ask, like, what do you guys think of kind of the FBI's, like, introduction to the movie? Because I thought that was, like, I that's my least fair part of the whole movie is them being in it. Uh, yeah, I kind of agree. I don't know if this was, like, necessarily, like, the first time this happened, but I feel like it was probably one of the early movies to, like, show, like, hey, like, the FBI busting in places like gung-ho isn't necessarily the best way to do it every time and like with the four guys like that tried to uh, get in there initially like just get shot they, and there's light I, on the ground yeah i don't know what was going on like they have the blowtorch trying to get into the doors i feel like they could have just shot the glass and got in a lot quicker but yeah. i feel like they were just kind of in the way and then the like tank type vehicle that they had drive in i don't really know what the plan with was with that no. besides maybe breaking in to the building and then like having the guys hop out, but they got it. They got shot. they got up pretty easily. So, I yeah, I don't know. And what do you guys think of the effects in that scene, like the explosion? With the, I'm thinking of you talking about when the building kind of just goes when, across. When the it's when John is that when he uses the hose to um talk about with the FBI or when the FBI are like flying on the helicopter and there's that C4 on the roof. And they start shooting at John, and then like he take he jumps off the uh, ledge with the like ho- yeah. fire hose. Is that when that happens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That I I like that. Like I like the the hose thing because like he like it started like he's literally hanging by a thread, and yeah. he has to like shoot the glass with his bloodied feet. Like that's probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. Although I find like we said before we started recording the the lead up to it where John's just shooting in the air yeah. for the hostages to get down. I, I, I was like, what is, what is going on? I will say the effects are the better parts of the movie for me because mm-hmm. although it's a lot, it was a lot, I think, having all that going on. I mean, obviously, the, like, the gunshots, it's just, like, it looks cheap, but that's all they had in 88. So, I don't know. It's, it's, that part was good. I'll say mm-hmm. that. What, uh, I know you mentioned it before how, like, John McClane is kind of, at least it's more like a refreshing character in the 1980s because at that point we had, like, Sylvester Stallone and, like, Arnold and everyone who was, like, indestructible, and this movie is completely different because this guy's, like, kidding, just beat up. He's bloodied. He's, you know, he looks like crap by the end of it. Yeah. What did you, because I know you talked about that, Cam, what do you think about kind of that different action hero kind of style for this movie? Like, to show his... Him, like, getting beat up consistently, like, snot rolling down his nose during a fight rather than just this big, like, bulky guy just shooting nukes at people. That's a good point. When did, uh, when did Rambo come out? Like eighty two. Yeah, so I think that's a good point that you brought up that it showed I guess the human aspect of it because, you know, you can make these movies and have this big bulky 
<laughs> Cam. These uh these buff guys just taking thousand bullets and not being phased by it. But uh to show like he's still a human and that he's they're not immortal is a good part of it. Yeah. Uh I think cause I think now I'm thinking about I'm thinking about Rocky now because you know he had that kind of godlike complex after the first one. He didn't lose after the first one, right? He no, yeah, not lose that. Well, he did, but like not by the end of the movie. Like, okay, he never. Yeah, yeah, he always won by the end of it. Yeah, so I'm thinking about that now. So yeah, they used to like, I don't know. They used to make it seem like the the main character was like untouchable. Mm-hmm. So I think this was a good start yep. for what we see today. Do you like how foul mouthed he is? Kind of, he's just kind of like a crude language kind of guy. Mayor. It's normal though, like now it is like how yeah. you drop it. I was I was thinking about Curtis, that's why I took a minute. But uh, uh yeah, I mean, it's not like abnormal for them to be cursed for them to be cursed and like mm-hmm. it's not it's not a children's movie. Well, let me think. I since when did this come out? Did this come out around Christmas time? Uh I would assume I think so. I think it came out in June. Seriously. It would make sense. Uh, it's a blockbuster. July. Why? Yeah, July. Jesus. It came out in July, but it takes place in Christmas. I don't know. Maybe that's what that's, that's interesting. I don't. Know. Yeah. So I was gonna say if it came out during Christmas time, you know, families might think, "I'll oh, let me take my kids to this." Oh, and yeah. Jesus. But it does make sense that this is. Coming. It's rated R, right? It has to be. Yeah, gotta, gotta be guns, blood. Yeah. So the F bombs and stuff, they kept dropping. I'm like, geez, dude, you like it's it's. He's a cop from New York, Cam. Of course, he cusses like that. Come on. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I don't know. It, he just kept dropping them. I'm like, I'm gonna dig like. I'm not a big narc when it comes to, uh, like, we shouldn't curse that much, but, like. I feel like there was a lot of times in the movie where he's, like, cursing, he's, like, yelling, and I'm just, like, dude, they can probably hear you. Like, <laughs> oh, like yeah. yeah, when he's, like, yelling, he's, like, banging on the window, I'm, like, dude, like, because I don't, what? Well, to be fair, there are, like, 30 floors in that oh. whole tower, and I think the terrors were, like, cooped up, like, on, like, what, the first? And he's, like, all the way up to the top, so yeah. Yeah, that's granted. What, I guess I'll lead into this. What do you guys think of kind of the terrorists in general, like how they're portrayed, along with Hans Gruber. Because um, I liked him. I liked kind of how, I liked Hans because I thought he was just like a good charismatic guy. And like I said before, I wish we kind of got to learn more of the terrorists. Like they kind of were one note, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I feel like like Carl was kind of, I don't know, like the head head guy and mm-hmm. He kind of like did a little bit more, but I feel like every other one, like John, shot him pretty fast, and yeah, you don't really know anything about him and anything like that. And then um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like they were okay. I mean, as far as like henchmen go and yeah. action movies, they were decent. But um, I think I don't know. I would have liked to know like not necessarily like their whole life, but like a little bit more about him. Like yeah. I don't know if there was some sort of scene like the cliche scene between like John and one of them, and he's like, oh, like let me tell you about my life, and like. Yeah. Why? Why I do this? Yeah, but oh, sorry, keep going. Uh, but like, I don't think we need that with every character. But like, maybe like Carl, since he was kind of portrayed as like the the main one, maybe think, a little bit of him would be nice. I think the actor for Carl is a stunt man. Really, I feel like he's a stunt man, and he's not like an actual actor. Because I mean, he doesn't really have a lot of like lines. Thank God, because I don't think they would be very good at all. But I don't know. I, I get what you're saying, though. I agree. I mean, if we had to, because what? There's twelve of them. I think it was around 12 yeah. or 10 of them. I'm like, if we have to sit around with all of them, it's like, Jesus. But I was really, I was kind of disappointed with his first kill against that blonde hair, the one who looked like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. I I don't, I cannot remember him just breaking his neck. I was kind of let down. I was like, that's really how he kills the first guy? It seems like kind of like, 
seems like they they didn't have enough money to shoot another action scene, so they were just like, let's just get you falling down. And he just yells, and his, he's just dead. Okay. I was kind of kind of let down by that kill. I don't know if you guys thought the same. I know, I know, you just hated the whole thing. Yeah, I, it it sucks because I lost interest early, but oh, Cam, I think what happened? Yeah, I did have a, I, I did my setup, I did my routine, but I, I don't know, I just didn't really care. But do you know, Carl was a, uh, I don't know, Carl was a is a Russian ballet dancer, so that's pretty interesting. Okay, came out of nowhere, but I don't know if it's him, but it sounded like one of them was from, uh, was from Sweeney Todd, uh, who had like the voice. Oh. Uh, I don't know if that means anything. Not means anything, but like, am I being the right person? Because, oh, wait, let me see. Is that Alan Rickman? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is he? That's Hans Gruber. I know by that picture of him now, or, well, he's dead. Yeah, he was like, we need to RP. Yeah, I know, for real. Oh, man. I I do have to say, when he kills the guy, the Jeffrey Dahmer looking guy, I found it to be the stupidest decision to, like, put him in the elevator and put him down. Because if he could have just hit the body and he could have just been like surprising them, like he didn't have to like let them so, know that yeah, you're happy. Yeah, like I mean, I get that's his character, but I was kind of thinking like, wow, you probably didn't need to do that. Yeah, I guess the ad that could add that like dude effect, like oh yeah, show him that you're. You know, I'd do the same in that situation. Put an elevator, put a body in an elevator and push it down so your enemies could see what's going on. That's. So yeah, Cam, I know you mentioned that you thought personally that the film didn't have a lot of different like. Spaces like you did you feel like that he was in the same space throughout the whole time? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll ask you, you know, like, did you think that the film had a wide variety uh, of spaces where John McClane was having to fight people or like weave around them? Did you personally like? Were you? Did you notice that throughout? Um, I mean, I did a little bit. Like, I think sometimes action movies like get too big and they're like in one location and then they're like moving around and maybe they come back, maybe they don't. But I do like when movies. Like, stay in, like, the same location. Especially action movies, like, it kind of keeps it contained. Um, but I did feel like he moved around a lot. Like, he was, like, kind of in the lo- like in the lobby area where they were having the party to start out. Then he goes up top, and then he's, like, on the roof, and he's, like, moving around in the the duck, mm-hmm. ducks. And then, um, like, it shows, like, other characters where they're at. Like, they're kind of in that room where Theo was mm-hmm. trying to get the vault open, and they're, like, in the comments room, and then they were... They'd been Ellis's office at one point, I think. Is yes, there. yes, they were. There were, but I do like when like that moves around, and then like you're not like it wasn't too confined, but it wasn't like too open. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I thought I liked the amount of space because I like the films where they're taking place in like one central setting, and so I liked how they kind of kept flipping back and forth the places that we've seen before, and so you kind of get like a sense of space, like it's oh he's on even though it's like a huge tower, yeah, you still feel like you're aware of how far they are from each other. Um, and I just like how the different ways that um, John McClane kind of weaves around. Then, like, he has to go in the elevators, and he's, like, on top of it. He has to, like, literally, like, climb, like, use the gun as, like, a way to, like, when he had the gun, oh, he was against the down. thing, and then, like, broke, and he caught the thing. Which, by the way, that's really, like, unrealistic for him to kill yeah. himself on, like, a, a rant. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know. I, I, I liked it. I kind of liked how they kept coming back to those familiar spaces. I think I kind of contradicted myself several times when I started this. I didn't have a thought, like, ready to go, so I'll, like, make it make sense at the end. <laughs> but I do like when movies are uh, are uh, in the same spot. But I don't think this is – I think I was wrong about that because now you're, like, naming all the places they were in. But I think it just kept going back to the same people, and it was mm-hmm. kind of confusing trying to keep up with everything because you said you have the people out – you have to 
police outside. You got the hostages, terrorists moving around, and then this guy mm-hmm. all up up and down the all all up and down the tower. But uh, I'll say like the whole recapping yet. Yeah, but I, in general, I do like when people are in the same location. But I, th- I just don't think this was. I don't know. This it's not the genre for that. Got gotcha. I I was gonna ask you guys. Did you think the because you mentioned the FBI? Did you think that having a lot of time with the the cop and like their kind of process of having having to solve the situation? Would you have much preferred if it was just John versus the terrorist the whole time, or do you like that that break to go to the cops throughout the movie? Uh, kind of going back to what I said earlier about how like John isn't like the other action heroes of that time like I think it works that he has to talk with the cop to get through it like if it was just him versus like the terrorist on his own then it would kind of been like your more typical mm-hmm. movie of that time but I do like how he had to incorporate other characters to help him out to kind of necessarily like change the genre but I feel like it did a little bit I wish you would have I think I would have liked if it was just like a one on one type of thing or like one John versus the terrorist type of thing mm-hmm. see one guy battle everyone but I do get what you mean that it'd be kind of typical and like everyone's already doing the same thing maybe that's because i've seen more of those movies i'm more comfortable with it more familiar with it so this one was just probably i don't know like i don't see a lot of this uh well actually i do batman because he uses the cops sometimes but that's a whole different thing uh but yeah i think i think seeing the one on team versus team thing i don't think the police coming in was i don't i I didn't care for it that much i liked i mean i liked the the pal is that his name yeah, uh, yeah. I liked his thing with John McClane. I just didn't. I just felt like we spent just a little too much time with like all the other police officers, and then when the FBI came in, I was just like, really? Like, you know, I was kind of like, we got to spend more time with them, like doing stupid things. But I like the relationship between because it's like they've never seen each other before. That he's literally just like connecting with them on the walkie-talkie through like a voice, and we get to learn a little bit more about each character, especially Powell, uh, because we learned that he was a cop, like on duty and everything, but now he's kind of like what uh, behind the desk kind of yeah. cop because he shot a kid uh years before and which comes back later when he shoots carl at the end and i feel like having that like minor character arc within this already like everything's going on mm. kind of thing kind of helps kind of build that relationship more um now correct me if i'm wrong i've you i you haven't seen the other diehard movies right no you have yeah does powell come back i cannot remember he does in the second one i think it's a I know it's a third. cameo. It's like a little like, yeah. okay. I was about to say, and I guess that leads me into my next question. Do you guys think that this movie needed a sequel? I don't think so, but I can understand. Like, I love the sequels besides the the fifth one. That one's five. There's five. Yeah, bad. But I I I like it because John McClane is. I don't know. Like, I find his movies a lot more appealing than the Terminator movies because, like. The main guy in that is just so like stone cold, and I guess it's more of like the characters around him in that sense reacting to him. But John McClane's so like mouthy, and he has like so much to say, and so he's very expressive that I feel like it's just so fun to watch him. But I can definitely understand if this movie was just by itself. I guess like, what do you guys think about like, do you think it needed a sequels? I don't know about need, but I'm mean, glad to have him. Yeah, I don't know. Like the second one felt like kind of like a remake of the first one. Like he's basically just at the airport. Yeah, he's kind of in one spot, and it's like, oh, now here's Han's brother that you gotta fight. Was it in the second one? I thought it was the second one. Or was that the third one? I think that's the third one. Oh, okay. Well, the second one's terrible. Okay, it's not terrible. It's just it's, right. it's the same thing, but at an airport. 
<laughs> and the title's literally like Die Hard 2, Die Harder. That's and it's terrible. I didn't like it. That's cheap. But uh, I like the third one. Like, he's finally doing more. Samuel Jackson is in the third one. I like Sammy. What were you saying? Sorry. He was doing more stuff. And, like, it kind of is, like, throughout New York, I think, is where they're at. And yeah. One. And I don't know. Like, it didn't feel like the first and second one. It was kind of more involved plot. And I don't know. But, uh, yeah, the fourth and fifth one probably didn't need to be made. Could have probably stopped at a trilogy. Yeah. I, that, if they did, that would be a lot better because he looks pretty old in the fourth one. Um, and my last question before we go into the, whether it's a Christmas movie debate, do you think that this, do you think Bruce Willis is a good actor based off this performance? Like, in terms of, like, showing emotion and everything like that? Um, I mean, I don't know. I think it's kind of hard to tell because this was, like, the first action movie, first big movie that he did. Yeah, this was, like, the first opportunity for, like, a large audience to see how he was. I didn't necessarily think it was bad I mean it wasn't great I mean it was good for the time that it came out in but I mean I don't really know like what he did between that and like Pulp Fiction but then I thought in Pulp Fiction like his performance like got quite a bit better than what it was in Die Hard I'm not really sure what he was doing between that time but I mean based off this movie like for action roles like yeah like keep casting him I thought he did fine but I I thought I feel like him in Pulp Fiction and him in this movie are pretty similar in terms of how he just like carries himself because like he's kind of just like the foul mouth guy in Pulp Fiction too, and like I'm, like what do you think of his acting? Because I'm I'm basically asking to see like if you guys would cl- classify him as a good actor. Because there's people who are good for action movies, mm-hmm. like Keanu Reeves. Yeah, really. I don't think Keanu Reeves is a good actor outside of action at all. Um, what else is he in? Yeah, he was in a uh, that one guy. The, Mat- the Matrix, but like it's not that's action, and it's not like he is very emotive ever. I mean, he's a swell guy. Love him to death. But yeah, Cameron Reeves isn't a bad. I don't think he's bad. He was in a. I haven't seen yeah, <laughs> these, but uh, I saw Knock Knock. That was all right. It, that got a lot of bad reviews, though. Oh, that movie's bad, Cam. I like. It was all right to me. I don't. Well, that I I remember watching the one his little thing where he's like yelling at him. I'm not gonna say what he says because it's like yeah, terrible. But I found that I laughed so hard when I watched it for the first time. I think I know what he said because that's why he's like, "I ordered you pizza." I don't yeah. even know what he said. I don't even know. But I don't know. And in terms of like Bruce Willis, I what other movies has he been in besides like this and other action movies? Over the Edge. <laughs> uh, okay. Over the Edge. All right. I'm, All right. I'm looking. Wasn't over the head. Was he the, was he the raccoon? You're not. A, you're not, You don't know RJ. I assume the R was raccoon. I don't know, but I'm looking at his filmography now, and yeah, it's it's all pretty much action movie. Action movies. Uh, he did the Expendables. I guess Unbreakable is pretty is pretty good. Yeah, he was good in that. And that one. Um, and Sixth Sense. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I don't know why I forgot that one, but I don't know. I, I don't think he's very emotive. Like I don't think he's very like if, if he's not angry, I don't think he's that emotive. You get what I mean? I think older people like that should. Get start doing those dad type roles. I have like this, like Steve Carell when he did the thing with Timothy Chalamet. Mm-hmm. And he was like, What's it called? Gold Boy or Crap? I think it's Beautiful Boy. Beautiful yeah, Boy. Boy, it is. Well, he's on like, drugs all the time. Yeah. Well, I say ga- Glad Boy. Yeah, Golden Boy or something. <laughs> or no, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I think he just started doing those type of movies because he's kind of up there. He's done, you know, well, he's well, he's isn't he like has Alzheimer's and he dementia? He's got dementia now. He's, he's yeah. done. <laughs> wow! Thanks, Nolan. That's that's upbeat. I didn't. Maybe you could. He could still. 
Maybe he's watching. He could watch this episode and yeah, enjoy what we're talking about. But anyway, we can transition into the big topic of discussion. Do you guys cl- like classify this as a ha- Halloween? Jesus Christ, as a Christmas movie? Nolan, you can go first. Uh, I would. I know that's kind of controversial, and I know I saw a clip of Bruce Willis saying it's not a Christmas movie. But like, I think about like It's a Wonderful Life. Like for that movie, like it's about like two hours long, and like the first hour and a half aren't even on Christmas. Like I don't know like what season it's in, but I know there's like a scene in summer and then like kind of fall. But like the last thirty minutes, it's Christmas Eve, and that's like what people kind of talk about. They talk about like one of the better Christmas movies, mm-hmm. and like this one takes place on Christmas Eve, and like they're at a Christmas party, and like I get it's not really having anything to do with Christmas. So I mean, I'd say this is like a non-traditional. Christmas movie, mm-hmm. but I'd still say it would be just because it took place on Christmas Eve. Other than that, like I don't think it'd be. I mean, I, I don't because I know a lot of people probably like think that Christmas movies have to have like a lesson learned at the end. You know, all the like stupid <laughs> crap that all the like ones that are forgettable, like the Santa Claus, stupid, um, like those movies. But I would clear, I would put it down as a Christmas movie because the whole plot revolves around the fact that it is Christmas time. Like the Christmas party is what brought John to the tower. That's the reason no one else is in the building. That's why they the host, or that's why the terrorists decided to do it at that time, because no one was going to be there um, besides them. Um, and there's always like those Christmas stuff throughout the entire time. So like if they, if it was like oh it's Christmas time and it's like you never see anything Christmas through the rest of it. Edward Scissorhands for example, yeah. we did that over Christmas time, but watching it is really not a Christmas movie because it's Christmas for like 20 minutes of it, maybe, but. I would. I mean, Jesus. Like, it's a better watch than half the other Christmas movies that you have to watch. Like, what? Rudolph? Oh, oh okay. Polar Express. Polar Express. Eh. Eh. What are your thoughts on Polar Express? Eh. Uh, I haven't seen it in quite a while, but I mean, I'd say it's, it's one of the best Tom Christmas Hanks movies. voice acting the entire time. I'll defend that movie with my life. Oh, my God. But this is not a Christmas movie. Sir, why? Why not, Cam? This, I get, like... You know, it it has the the hints of Christmas around, but I don't. I think if it was like, I don't know. Like, I can't. One, there's not enough Christmas stuff going. Like, I get it takes place around Christmas, and there's like a whole thing. Like, just because it takes place around in December doesn't by default make it a Christmas movie. But like all this, like, I don't know. If you have like some elves running around, or like some people in costume, like I don't. I don't mean like the typical, you know, corny you know Rudolph in the sky hint mm-hmm. but like for what it came out in July so that was just bad planning so that was bad planning on their part maybe if it came out in December that would make me push towards it more they couldn't wait till December they had to put this out now yeah that's one plus it probably made more money in the summer anyway too yeah uh I get they had the Christmas party, but that didn't even look fun. It looked so <laughs> business casual. Everyone's dressing up, and I mean, not dressing up. Everyone's wearing. Everyone's doing cocaine, bro. What do you mean? It's not Christmassy. Well, Ellis was doing cocaine. I don't know about anybody else. Uh, what else? Um, was it just the fact that there wasn't a lot of like Christmas stuff going on besides the party itself? It wasn't festive either. Like I get like you don't have to make. It. Yeah, I guess I'd say that. Okay. Uh, I don't have a big defense. I don't have a big reasoning why it's not because I didn't care, but it's this is not a Christmas movie. Also, I was going to ask this question: Why did the why did the terrorist? Um, so the Christmas party is happening then, and then it's like, weren't they going to be gone for like the rest of Christmas? Um, 
break or was it i don't remember because you know my thing is like why didn't the terrorists like go when the party wasn't happening when it's just the main guard and they could just have the whole oh. tower to themselves unless the christmas party was the only time that that building was going to be like pretty much empty besides that i mean i'm sure they it was easier for them to get into it while it was christmas time christmas time like i the guards seem to be like less defensive yeah i don't know if there's like a really you know a reason they needed yeah the people in there unless they thought they were going to get caught while nobody was in there and they wanted like hostages to have oh as leverage that's true and they needed the fbi to to cut the power so they could get the vault open so i mean i'm sure they wouldn't have done that if there weren't that's true that's true i don't know because like i feel like if they if they did it like um with no hostages there they could have been in and out like two hours yeah i feel like because john mcclain kind of screwed the whole thing he then he took the detonators which i thought was a cool little thing like he has what they need now so now they're hunting him down there um i have to say though the scene that always makes me laugh is the scene where hans is like um walking by himself and then him and john like have a little chat and he's like acting like he's a hostage yeah his accent so bad in that his american accent He's like, oh god, oh god. <laughs> you mean the one when uh he's and he gives him the gun and then he has no bullets? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't even. He's like, oh god. And I was like, oh Jesus. I get it, he's probably like acting bad on purpose, but like that guy plays Snape, bro. And Harry yeah, I was looking at his uh, this stuff right here. That was that was his first movie. Give him a break. Rest in peace. His first movie, Snape died. We did say that. No, Rickman's first movie was Die Hard. He they ever acted in? Yeah, I think so. Bull. I think so. Look it up. Look it up. Yeah, you can look it up. Oh, look that up. Was he more of a play guy? He might have been. I was about to say. Uh, who am I looking up? Um, Alan Rickman. This is you saying this is his first movie? I'm pretty sure it was his first movie. This one came out. Do you think Jonathan Malkovich could have been there? Jonathan Malkovich. John Malkovich. <laughs> That's his full <laughs> name. John, John Malkovich could have been the main guy in this? Like uh, no, but I did see that Frank Sinatra was first considered. For this why? Movie. I don't why? know why, but thankfully he didn't take it. I think John Malkovich could have done a good job. You know, he did Assassin's Hans or yeah, as Hans. Maybe right. like he did a similar maybe, thing yeah. in uh in the in the line of fire with Clint Eastwood. He kinda did a similar thing where he was over yeah. the had a good voice and was kinda threatening that way. Right. This was his first. Jesus, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's kinda shocking because like he's pretty well regarded. Although I can only name this and Harry Potter as the movies that he's been in. You got anything? No, I don't. Oh wow. Okay. That's all the Alan Rickman facts I produced. Yeah, for yeah, he came in that Came in here knowing that he was going to do that. But, yeah, I don't know. Overall, I would consider it a Christmas movie just, I mean, just in my personal opinion, if the movie takes place around Christmas time and the Christmas aspect of it kind of, like, is integral to the overall plot, I feel like it is a Christmas movie. And there are, in my personal opinion, there are a lot of, like, Christmas stuff, like, sprinkled throughout. But, I mean, I can get what you're saying where it's, like, not... And what you said, not much of a traditional Christmas movie because of all the blood and all the, like, everything else going on around it. But I guess I'll ask, Nolan, what would you give this movie out of five stars? I would have, For the letterboxed. I would have to give this movie, and what I did give this movie, be a four and a half out of five. Four and a half? Half, man. <laughs> there you go. What would you give it, Cam? I'd give it a solid two. Jesus. Oh, my God. Maybe I'll rewatch it because you guys are talking about it a lot. Well, obviously, you'll love it. Watch it again, you'll love it. Uh, may uh, maybe I should because there's a lot of fire stuff going on. So I would give, give it. I'd give it a four and a half. Four and a half. Actually, I give it a four. I give it a four out of five. 
Um, I would give the later, uh, the third movie in the Die Hard series probably like a four and a half out of five, just because I that movie. You need to watch that movie because that movie is really good. And I don't think you even need to watch. You really need to watch the movies before to watch. Could you just watch it by itself? Oh, you kind of do actually. The, the twist at the end on who the guy is. Oh yeah. You kind of don't know what yeah is going on, but I don't know. You should give it a watch. It's really good. But yeah, I'll give it a four out of five. And yeah, anybody got any other thoughts about this? Really good movie. It's a really good action movie. I feel like I guess I, I was contradicting my, contradicting myself uh, about how I said it was moving a lot, but it was in the same spot the whole time. Mm-hmm. It moved a lot, but it felt like it dragged. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. I think that's what I meant to say. Yeah, dragged as in it just took too long to get to a certain point. I don't. I just. I think I just wanted to clarify that. Would you recommend this to people? No. It, I will ask though, is this like a must watch? Because you guys scared about it a lot. Is this like something you have to watch before you die? Okay, okay, not before you die. I don't think this is the movie okay. you need to watch before you die. I think like, I don't know, it's one of those like iconic movies that like you should watch. I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a cool movie. What do you think, Dylan? Uh, yeah, I definitely recommend this to people. I mean, I don't before they die. Classic <laughs> before they die. Maybe before they die hard. Ooh. Oh, that's come on. Right. Sorry, I think good. that's all the time we have. That's good. We're done. But anyway, yeah, you would put it as down somebody. Yeah, yeah, I'd recommend it. You put it under, like, would you say it's a classic? It's kind of a classic. Okay. Maybe classic action movie. I don't know about a classic movie overall. That's a Yeah, movie. I agree with that. But, but yeah, that has been our, our holiday special. I didn't even mention that I was wearing this hat, by the way. I don't know. I, I, I found it, and I was like, I might as well wear it. I walked in on him, and he had it on. And the headphones were kind of jacking it up, but... Yeah, that has been the holiday special for the Two Dudes Talk Movies podcast. Nolan, thank you for coming to watch it. We really appreciate it. This is our last episode of the year. It is. Yeah. We're going to go on break for about two weeks, something like that. Not long enough. Yeah, but that's for sure. But yeah, we will see you in January where we will be discussing more movies and more videos will be on YouTube. And leave a comments on the videos, especially this one, so we can, we can do movies that you guys want to talk about. So, cool. We will see you that. See you. Then, thank you, Nolan, again, and we will see you next week. I'm Drew. I'm Cam. I'm Nola. And we will see you later. See you. Bye. Have a good break.